Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talking! 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 Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Don't say we never rehearse anything, Guy. No. But last week was the late show. It was. This week is the wrong way round show. It is. And next week is the no show because I'm on holiday. I didn't realise that. Yeah. So. So no podcast <coughs> next no week. Pod- yeah, no podcast next week. Just letting you know early on. Okay. Okay. We have the message. We'll Quite often I do podcasts on my holiday, but I think we'll be away. So. There you go. Well, enjoy your holiday. You deserve a break in Thank mid-season. You. Thank it, you. I mean, the Premier League's have been on a mid-season break. This yeah, is your mid-season break. Yeah, they deserve it too, don't they? They don't, they just. <laughs> Aren't we happy for them? I've got a little bit of a cold as well, if you can you hear. You have. You have. Yeah. You sound a little bit congested. So, um, well, we'll muddle through as best yeah. we can. Yeah. Um, we've got two games to talk about. Yep. Four points from the yep. two games. Interesting games, both of them. We'll look ahead to the tough, tough, tough game on Saturday mm, won't it oh it's it's every everything you look at every <coughs> every measure I'm sorry I've spent too long in council meetings every measure every target that you put it up against it's a tough game Tuesday you, you were in a council meeting just now listening away weren't you I was yeah South Ham's district council executive committee is meeting this morning brilliant and I can't go to the press conference, which is a slightly later on today, because yeah. I'm meeting a government minister oh, yeah. today. Which, There's you can't gov- tell me which one, can you? I can, because oh, cause, cause it's, you yeah. will have meeted them by, ne- by then. I will have meeted oh, them by then. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I know my language. <laughs> Um, I've forgotten his name, and it's on my email. <laughs> but it's to do with... Um, Devon and Torbay um, becoming a combined authority, a devolution oh thing. Devolution. He's I remember the day of the, uh, the, uh, the when they came, when, when Torbay went separate, and all the councillors were in the, the Wigan pen getting drunk. Were they really? on on money? On money, probably given Good to Lord. them by the. What a scandal! I don't know. Do we not expose that at the time? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I remember they all came in from the offices and got very very drunk. <laughs> Well, this, I mean, this, the, the minister is coming. He's a parliamentary undersecretary from the Department of Leveling Up. Great. And he's 30. Is he? I looked him up because yeah. I thought he might be interesting. He might have been on I'm a Celebrity or something like that. So I looked him up uh, and he's 30 years old. He is younger than my younger daughter. Yeah. And he's, and he's coming down to sign off on a deal <coughs> worth billions of pounds. Well done, son. <laughs> will be non-controversial and we'll say no more. Um, 
Yeah, so, th- so this is why it's the wrong way round show because um, in their wisdom, the last two weeks, Talk, Talk United have held their press conference at 12.30 at Plainmore rather than 9.30 at either Seal Hayne or the South Devon College. So we're recording this before, before I record the press conference. So now we're going to go to listen to Gary when in actual fact you have no idea what I he's have, about to say. I have no idea what's going on <laughs> So there. what are we are going to talk about after we've heard from Gary when we've still not heard from Gary? <laughs> Who knows? But we'll busk it and, yeah. um, and we'll get away with it. So I, we could do this in a completely different order, but let's not. Yeah, let's just... people yeah. will be expecting Otherwise it, it would be the right way around the show. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back as we ever, as we always are. <laughs> on the other side of Gary Johnson. Or will we? So Gaffer, back to Tuesday night, a 1-1 draw uh, away at Chippenham Town. Down to 10 men for a majority of of the second half, but undoubtedly had the better chances in that second half and and should have won the game. Yeah, they had a couple, but we had uh, four uh, unbelievable chances. And um, they, uh, they did very well to keep those four opportunities out of the net. And uh, every one we had a head in our hands after we had our hands up in the air thinking this has got to be a goal and then all of a sudden it wasn't. So um, it was a good finish by us with 10 men. The lads absolutely put in a fantastic effort throughout the the game but uh, especially when we were down to 10 men with a 60 odd mile an hour gale and uh, wind and rain in our in our faces so we 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 were brave in uh you know seeing that game out uh, and obviously the equalizer came during that time but um yeah it was a very good half an hour by a group of uh lads who were very um that really wanted to keep the opposition out and obviously as you say treacherous conditions on tuesday night but once again the yellow army <laughs> played their part, got behind the boys and on a, on a really horrible Tuesday evening. Yeah, they were and I, I don't think they had too much um, cover from the rain either. No. You know, it, was, it really was unbelievable. And so, you know, and they, were, they, they could see, I think, uh, that the boys were putting in the effort needed and uh, that we were actually very unfortunate not to have come away as, as, as winners. So no, we 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 thank them because it's a uh, you know still a fair old trip in in that weather. We hope they all got home safely, but um, they still had their shirts on, their scarves and hats and things. So we need them. We need them now, and uh, and we really appreciate their their support. Now we're coming into a, a, a tricky February. Lots of games coming up. Um, is it eight games throughout the month? Saturday, <laughs> Tuesday. But injury returns are now starting to happen. We've seen the return of Tom Lapsey. We saw Dan Martin uh, last Saturday as well, although obviously out due to illness on, on Tuesday night. Is it now the case of that the team is only going to get stronger? Aaron Jarvis, Kev, Kevin Dawson on, on commentary on, on TUFC radio on, on Tuesday night, alluring to that they're getting close as well. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's coming at the right time. Yeah, well, Brad Ash has, has, has come in as well, and uh, you've got Finley Crask was was on the on the bench. Uh, uh, well, no, he wasn't on the on the bench, but he he was on the bench. <laughs> so he he's he's now ready uh, to start if selected, and then we have uh, quite a few 
that are almost days away now. I know Jarves feels that he's, you know, sort of weeks away, a couple of weeks, but uh, we'll try and bring that a little bit closer if we can because it's a, when you've been out for a long time with certain injuries, it, it, it becomes a confidence thing. So, you know, he's, he's working hard. He's working hard on the pitch, training. He's not training with the main group yet, uh, but he will soon. And Jack Stobbs, of course, who's very, very close. Evidently, the, uh, today the report was because he did a pitch session today and his run-in was very, very good. Um, and he's striking a ball now, so he's not a million miles away either. So it's, uh, you're right, it, it can only get stronger, as the song says. This Saturday, the games keep coming thick and fast. Tricky away game at Worthing. We saw them here first, home game of the season. Uh, really good side, looked a, looked a good solid unit and are up in second in the table. So it's obviously a, a tricky one, but they've lost quite a few games this season as well. So it's certainly winnable. Yeah, every game's winnable and every game's losable, if that's a word. Um, and they've been a very consistent side. We got two games in hand on them, five uh, five points away. So you know, if you if you get a draw, you're still five points away. If you get a win, you're only two points away with two games in hand. And if you lose, you're going to be eight points away uh, with still two games in hand. But that's you know you, your games in hand don't don't reach them, even though there's still a lot of the season to go. So it's a it's a big game for them, and it's a big game for us. And uh, although it's not won and lost on that day. Uh, the three points would be very, very handy in this type of game. Um, you know, they're, they're a good side, um, they, they keep the ball, you know, you've, you've got to cope with that and you've got to keep the ball yourself. So it's, uh, and they've got a striker of course who's, who's in form and managed to keep himself fit all season and uh, has got 20 odd goals at this stage. So we're, you know, we have to be aware of uh, what they do well. Now, earlier today, there was a statement released regarding potential new stadium. Exciting times for Torquay United. Yeah, very, very exciting. You know, I, I know that the, our board of directors have been working very hard over the last few months uh, with the local council, um, and you know, there looks to, to be light at the end of the tunnel, as it were, and uh, it's, it's fantastic for the football club, its supporters. If it, you know, it's not actually. Um, yeah, there's still a few things that has got to happen, of course, but it looks like you know everybody's excited by it, and so it's good for the bay, good for our supporters, uh, good for our recruitment, all that sort of thing. You know, is uh, fantastic, and I was very uh, pleased to hear that. You know, it's it's a little bit further down the down the road now. So congratulations to everybody that's uh, got it to this stage at least. Gary, going back to Worthing, obviously you've, you've watched that, that video again, I, I should imagine, from the, the second game of the season. What did you learn then and what have you sort of looked back and learning now? Um, I think uh, you, it, you, you, obviously you have to learn from every game yeah. and that was the first <coughs> game of the season and I think people thought you know we, we should be the... 4-0 winners in, in that type yeah. of game and I had shouts if it's only worth in that sort of thing but uh, yeah, a lot of players that are in this league uh, have, have played a good level of football and that's what we all have to understand so you have to turn up ready and um, 
we on on the day they outplayed us for sure, and uh, we got to make sure that uh, that that doesn't happen again if we can help it. Um, but it doesn't mean to say now they're at home they're going to win you know four nil again or by more than four nil because uh, a they're a different team anyway, but they have got a way of playing that um, that you've got to be ready for, and. Uh, that's that's what we've got to do, and yeah. um, we've got to play our game as well. Uh, if we can play our game and give them uh, as much of a problem as they they give us, then it's it's going to be tight. As games between teams in the uh, top half of the table always are, um, because you we're all competing for uh, the top seven places, and of course. If you can't get top, you've got to get second. If you don't get second, you've got to get third or fourth and so on. So, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we've been quite pleased with our form because we, we, we should have beat Eastbourne, that's for sure, uh, here. Um, and we got beaten by the odd, odd goal. We played Dover, uh, won the game, played well. Um, and then we got to Chippenham. One nil up, and then suddenly the uh, yeah. things went again against us with the sending off and the wind and the rain going in out coming in our faces. So we're not a million miles away from where we need to be. Uh, we've just got to now, as I say, we've got to get a non-losing run, which is three, if you like. But we've got three three games that will, you know that will be very interesting um, in Worthing, St Albans, and Maidstone. So um, we've got to be ready for, for, for that. And so we, we'll judge each team on its merits on the day because you know, at these levels, you're not ever quite sure who's going to bring out their best game. You hope it's always going to be yours, but sometimes it isn't. But uh, the, lads are, the lads are up for it as they showed in their attitude towards the, the last game. You said a couple of times this season that you feel that this division is stronger this year than it was five years ago when Absolutely. we were in. Um, yet teams, nearly every team in the top half seems to have gone up to second and then dropped back down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's no one really apart from Yeovil yeah. who is, is stretching away yeah, in second place. Yeah, Yeovil are the consistent ones. Yeah. Um, but everything else is up for grabs yeah. at this moment. So. And who knows? You know, we, we, we don't know what might happen in the division, you know, um, if you remember when Dover pulled out of all their yeah. all their games, suddenly the league looked different because some teams hadn't played them. We'd beaten twice, I think, mm. or one one I think we beat them twice. So we lost six points during that time. So you just never know. So you got to keep going. You just got to keep going and uh, and put a, a run of wins together, and a, certainly a run of um, non-losing. Games, you know, we, that's what we got to do, and um, and then we got that confidence will build and build more competition, and hopefully we can uh, be there or thereabouts when it really matters. Aaron Downs is uh, <laughs> hotel room. They just came there. <laughs> um, Osman Foyer has gone back, I believe. Yeah, uh, Osman's uh, gone back. His month was up. Yeah. Um, we agreed with. And we've had Brad Ash come back as well, so yeah. Yeah, but we agreed with Ipswich it would be a month, right? And so uh, because you know, they obviously are still looking after him, he he just helped us out for that month. He was a great lad. He was unfortunate that he got 
couple of bookings early on and we had to take him off because he's quite a lively lad yeah. didn't didn't really have too many opportunities uh, it wasn't a great period for us during those three or four games that he, he, he was around for but he was a great lad great lad and uh, we wish him well and uh, hopefully he'll do a Sinclair Armstrong and, and come through strong at the right time You took all of the squad to um, where we were the other day Chippenham um, that was yeah. that was to keep the squad together building squad confidence and yeah. all that stuff and then obviously two players did the radio yeah helpful isn't it to keep keep everyone in yeah that's why we've we done message. it and it's also one of the local-ish yeah, ones yeah, yeah. that we can we're not staying overnight uh, we, everyone was on the bus together um, they were in the dressing room together um, you know, they, they, they took the stick together they took the applause yeah. together and um, and also it shows the ones that are uh, in the team at the moment what they're going to yeah, be competing yeah. with in a couple of weeks' time, in a week or two's time, and um, and so that's where the competition creates uh, better results because you've got that competition. Nobody wants to be left out yeah. the team. So when they're in the team, they want to stay in the team because they're looking round, knowing you know uh, the gaffer's look waiting for him to come back, waiting for him to come back. You know, and it just creates good competitive uh, opposition and I think sometimes the lads enjoy when the, the, the especially now when they're nearly all coming back they need to know get back into the psyche of it all you know like the the nerves before the game and um, the nerves before going on the radio and, <laughs> uh, evidently they did a good job the pair of them they made a good double act um, I'm yeah, no. <laughs> and uh, I probably didn't talk much about football. I don't know, but I didn't hear it myself. Anyway, the two great lads, we we need them back. But it was that getting them together, getting them as a as a group yeah. again, and and they all enjoyed being a part of the day as well. So there we go, the Gary Johnson press conference, which I haven't heard and hasn't happened because it's happening in the future. <laughs> Um, but we're treating it as if it's happened in the past. <coughs> yeah, it's very, very confusing. It's like soap. Do you remember what they used to say at the soap at the end of soap? Confused. You, you will be. <laughs> <laughs> that was good soap. I remember that. Um, the question I was going to ask Gary, and hopefully somebody has during the course of the podcast, is what's where was Osman Foyer on Tuesday night? I'm presuming that he just wasn't in the sixteen. Yeah whether he's injured, whether he's gone back. But you'll know by now, uh, because in the future, somebody will ask Gary. Yeah, and you will know, and we don't. I know. This is very strange. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross that out. <laughs> Let's talk football instead. Then talking United 1, Dover Athletic 0. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a better game than some people seem to suggest yeah, I, afterwards. You wrote a very good column on it in the Herald Express and yeah. Devon Live this week. I've had a few texts about that. <laughs> well, I did say that I don't read social media, so there's no point in slagging me off on it. But so people texted you instead? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. Um, Talkie won the game 1-0 with an extraordinary goal from Brett. Oh, McGowan. what a goal that it was. was. 33 it, yards out. Is that what way. it was? Yeah. Because Julian very helpfully, um, Julian Goldthorpe, this is, very helpfully mows six-yard bands right. on the pitch because if you look at the six-yard <coughs> box, that's one band. 
So you can work out exactly how far out he was, and I reckon 33 yards out when right. he hit that one. Right. Gary thought 40 at one point, but he, he did, did He did rein that in a bit later <laughs> in the interview. <laughs> Well, but it what, is, but it is, but, but that's to what be made fair, me look. from where, from yeah. where, from, from the memory of the day, it, it's further out than it yeah. felt like at the time. And it was always going in. I mean, the, yeah. the keeper did his best, but Brett, when Brett McGavin hits one like that, I mean, keeper, fair enough, he saved the free kick in the last minute, uh, but he was not getting anywhere near no. that shot. No. Um, and as Dave Thomas said in his summing up on BBC, uh, as I was driving home in the car, you won't see a better goal than that anywhere at any level of football. No. Uh, on the day. <coughs> great, great goal. Uh, That's his eighth goal of the season, by the way. Yeah. And they've all been... Uh, uh, there's been a couple of free kicks, but... Uh, they've all been goodens. They've all been goodens, and um, he is still behind uh, Aaron Jarvis, whose most of their, his goals were penalties. Yeah, and Brad Ash. And Brad Ash. But it's not a bad, not not a bad, bad. Not tally. Bad. Teams are starting to mark him now, aren't they? Yeah. Teams are yeah. trying to mark him out of the game and putting at least there, one player on him yeah. because they know that he's our playmaker. Um, good things, Brad Ash returned for that game against Dover. He at least, yeah, he at least gives us an out ball. He's got, yep. um, he's got something there. And Tom Lapsley came on as sub, yep. uh, as he did on Tuesday Tiger. as well. Tiger Tom is back in the fold, so that's good. But it, what, I mean, what <coughs> happened off the pitch was what got your goat and, yeah. and mine, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we're a goal up, and there's a, a little section of the fans on the pop side singing, "We want Johnson out." Yeah, they were singing it before the goal as well. They were. Yeah, yeah, singing it before the goal, after the goal, probably during the goal, and probably on the way home, and probably on the way home. Um, I don't have a problem with having that opinion. Mm-hmm. That was never what my I was saying. Um, my my biggest problem is the fact that if you're singing that when the players are trying to work hard and do the things that the manager wants them to do and do it right and put all you know, there's a lot of thought process that has to go through playing a game because you you, you need to be doing what the manager wants you to do because you all need to be doing that. If one person yeah. isn't doing that, then it's it's not fitting together like a jigsaw. Um, and you work all week in training for that. And if all you can get in your head is Oh, the fans are singing the manager to go. Or, yeah. or like you suggested at another recent game, they get on the back of one of the players and he visibly wilts. Yeah, yeah. What's the point in that? No. you get, uh, Somebody said to me at uh, Playmore on Saturday, I think it's a quote from Bill Shankly, you can't boo a player better. Nobody ever booed a player No, better. exactly. That's the whole point. Um, so you are making things worse by doing it. Now, if you want to make things worse, go on, go ahead. But yeah. I don't think that's yeah. what you intend to be doing. I'm not sure how. I have no, I have no problem. But someone texted me and said, "Don't you think?" Da, 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 da. I, said, I have no problem with the the fact of, of the opinion that you might want Gary out. It's the way of expressing it. Yeah, I think it's counterproductive. Yeah, I think it, it's. But it, yeah, you're right. People do feel strongly. <coughs> There's a significant proportion of the Torquay fans who have formed that opinion yeah. now. Um, I did have a look actually while we're talking about managers I've got some stats on you like managers well I I went down a bit of a wormhole on talkie fan stats oh okay very easy to do yeah 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 Um, I just thought I'd have a little look and see how many games uh, various managers have been in charge 
and it's I was quite surprised. Eric Weber, of course, six hundred and eighty games in charge. No one will ever it get nearly near fifteen that. years, wasn't it? Yeah, like that. it was. Frank Brown, nineteen thirty two to nineteen thirty eight, two hundred and seventy nine games. Mm-hmm. And next up is Gary Johnson. It's third in the list now, isn't it? Two hundred and sixty two yeah. games during the course of this season, which we hadn't realised and we hadn't marked on the podcast. He would have passed Franco Farrell's two hundred and forty four. Did he? Okay, but Frank O'Farrell would have been in three different separate yeah. uh, periods yeah. of time. And the next one is Paul Buckle, two hundred and twenty six, and Mike Green, two hundred and twenty one. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realise Mike Green had been there as long as he had. And all those other managers are below that. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So Gary is, is, is right up there. 262 games. We have a 46.495% 46. okay. success rate with Gary, uh-huh. which puts him at the top of those six managers. Now, that's fair enough. And I understand that we're playing at a lot lower level than we, we have pre- yeah. played previously. Quite. So that, that, that skews that fact yeah. slightly. But it's still not bad. And, you know, you, you've got the third most experienced in Torquay United, the third most Torquay-fied manager that we've mm. ever had. Mm. Um, and as we said last week, there's a shelf life on managers, but expressing that feeling when the team is 1-0 up and the game is on a bit of a knife edge, I don't think it's helpful either. I, um, I do say in the column, you know... At the end of the season, if we don't go up, yes, then the assessment is there to be done. And maybe then, you know, more people will come down on the side of change. But we're not going down this season. No. Now, um, that might mean that you feel like it's a wasted season if we don't go up. But isn't every season a wasted season when you don't go up? I mean, you know, Torquay... Maybe have moved up and down a bit more regularly in other teams yeah. in the past, but you know, in the eighties, was that was that ten ten wasted seasons mm. just because we just stayed in the fourth division? It's that's football. And the, I mean, the, the sentiment that's quite often expressed from people saying, "Well, you know, we're in the National League South. We should be beating all these teams every week, week in, week out." This is you know. I, we haven't suddenly arrived at this level. No, it's taken no, us two, no, no, two and a half seasons no. to get here, and the squad has naturally become weaker yeah. over those seasons because better players have left and yeah. gone to play at higher levels. We have a squad which is a National League South squad. If you want to Fair assess enough, it, it's full time. Yeah, but it's. But then so are Eastbourne. Yeah, I mean this. This is where we are. If you want to assess it at the end of the season, by 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 far. In a way, the best time to assess it, yeah. do it. Yeah. And as you said, let's just get behind them f- yeah. f- until then. As you said, because we're not week. going down. If we do go down, yeah. I'll, I'll be, you know, the first person to hold my hand up. We're not going down. <laughs> so as, we're as still we, in the playoffs. And as we said the other day, when all of these injured players are back, if we're still dithering yeah. through games and not. The reason them, Gary hasn't brought anyone in is because he knows he's got. Well, a couple of weeks ago, he knew he had six players coming back that yeah. he would like to have signed. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they, if those players became available now, he would sign them. And Aaron Jarvis and Kevin Dawson were both at Chippenham on Tuesday. Commentated. He took everyone. He took. Yeah, he <laughs> took everyone. A big yeah. outing. Yeah, it? yeah. It's a jolly boys outing. Jolly boys outing. At least the coach didn't blow up. Yeah, but uh, that's one for the only fools and horses. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was odd to have that atmosphere at a game that we won. I, but I do understand it. Yeah, 
Um, I can understand why people are feeling it. I'm just not sure that it's helping all that much. And then, of course, I wrote that column and put it in the paper because deadlines are strange these days. uh, Before we went to Tuesday night and Chippenham. And uh, it was a disappointing draw, really, wasn't it? It wasn't a great game. I mean, it was, watch the that stream. four or five minutes would just, yeah. just killed it for us. Yeah, it was one each. Um, it was on the stream. Good stream commentary, by the way. I thought he did well. He was quite funny. I he'd done, bit, a, he'd done a, a lot bit, of research. I got a bit bored of him by the end. Yeah, but he, he knew his stuff. He'd done a lot of research. Fair enough. Us. Fair enough. Um, it wasn't just... When we had the COVID commentary, some of them were dreadful. Yeah. Some of them hadn't looked It was nice to have a commentary team. because most teams don't even bother with a commentary now, including Torquay. That's the first teams. one I've watched yeah. for a while Yeah, on there. Um, but yeah, there were, t- they, there were commentaries where people had only just seen our team sheets and not bothered <coughs> looking yeah. at any of our yeah. players. I guess, I guess you're right. But this guy honestly. knew his stuff. Um, Finley Krask on the bench yeah. was good. Yeah. 14 games he's missed. He last Let's played see. on November the 4th. Yeah. So he's been out for a long time. There's another player who's coming back. Another player that Gary would have signed. Yeah. Um, if um, you know, if he'd become available. Interesting evening for Will Jenkins Davies. Yeah, good goal. Took it really well. Twelve minutes in, you thought, "Oh, we're going to coast this." Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know everyone else did. So I'm just going to say <laughs> it as well. I, yeah, I felt good at that point. Yeah. I thought, yeah. We've and they played well in the first well. half at times, and I just yeah. thought, "Where's this goal coming from?" Because you were expecting it to come after the first one, and it just didn't come. Brad Ash was involved in it. Yeah, uh, he, he got won the ball on the edge Dinked of the box. It through. Yeah, yep. got it through to Will Jenkins Davis. He does make a difference having yeah. a, a striker up there who is used to playing as a striker yeah. at this level. I mean, he was a big hero at Chippenham for a while, mm. wasn't he as well? Um, does certainly certainly makes a difference. The sending off. I mean, they were too. Genius. I haven't I haven't watched them back again. Gary, I mean I haven't watched them back again. Gary suggests that the first one wasn't really a yellow card and I am not gonna I'm gonna take his word for that. Mm. Second one even wasn't really I that thought the much second one looked pretty harsh. Yeah. But he knew, I mean, as soon as the referee starts rummaging around in his pockets, Will Jenkins Davis no that's yeah he's gonna send me off. And I think we're gonna get that, that strange anom- anomaly between the National League and the National South again this week, where he's available probably for Saturday, yeah. but not available for the Tuesday night. Yeah, we do. We don't have a game next Tuesday night, do we? Oh, now you've tested me. Yeah, I think we do. Do we? No. No. Okay. So because I'm thinking all the way through February we have a Tuesday night game. I'm just checking my office diary here, which is uh, a very impressive. <clears throat> volume we i don't have a down no, for a so, game next tuesday okay so it'll be the first game of february that he, yeah, he will probably miss. Albans, probably miss. now you know don't take my word for that because crikey knows what the national league's up to sometimes but no. um it seems like uh second yellow card bans so one game fall a week after the yellow card rather yeah. than for the next game in this division okay so in line with so non-league can, below rather than the yeah. national league above. So he can probably play at Worthing. Yeah. This is another thing you'll be able to check in the podcast. I'll the, check this in the press conference. Yeah. So you you've already know this, but hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, this is very strange. I'm not going to mention the fact that Osman Foyo was not involved on Tuesday. Then. No, but we all know why now. <laughs> or do we? <laughs> well, I don't. Um, you have mate, to listen to the podcast, guy. Oh, well, I will. Uh, we have to mention the weather as well. That's probably the worst conditions I've seen a game played in for a long time. Now, my wife wandered past us uh, watching the stream and she went, oh, that's nasty out there, isn't it? It certainly is. 
fair play to the fans who went because there didn't seem to be any cover no wet 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 as they say in uh, the pop charts weren't weren't they just Uh, and in Gary Johnson's conference after the game his little chat after the game his interview it did sound as if the stand was going to come down on top of his head at any moment it was um, it was creaky it certainly was so uh, well played Chippen to get that game on yeah I, I didn't think so Tuesday I was sitting in my front room working with a desk that sort of faces out across Babacombe or into my car park and a bit of Babacombe and that rain was heavy. Yeah. And I yeah. was thinking if this carry, if this is going on up there I can't and see no it being chance. on. I was surprised it was on in the end. So uh, let's look ahead to Saturday. Again, you'll know more about yep. talking notes plans for yep. Saturday. Worthing are currently second. Yeah. They beat us 3-0 playing more on August the 12th. Yeah. Didn't play to our best ability that day, did we? We didn't. We didn't. I mean, whether we can do that. And better, we thought Worthing were going to be world beaters then, but they've not really been that, and they've only just risen to second again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're a good side. They've, uh, <coughs> Joe Felix played well for them at Playmore as well, which is yeah. interesting because mm. he never really played that well for us, but uh, he seems to have found his feet a little bit mm. at Worthing. Jake Robinson... Yep. He's there. Uh, Aaron Racine is not. He's retired. He Has he? suffered another ACL injury, oh, the fourth dear. of his career. He got one of them when he played for us, didn't yeah. he? We had him on loan from Forest Green. Yeah. And he played one game under and Kevin Nicholson. That's it. And yeah. he got injured yeah. during that game, yeah. didn't he? Because if I remember rightly, we were sitting on the press bench and he played for about an hour and we thought we've got a really good player here on loan he's going to um, he's going to do good things then, for us yeah. and then Danny went yeah. it's been a few of those over the years isn't it they have yeah. um, but best wishes to him retirement as a result of injury is never a good thing not a nice thing to, have to go through uh, he's had a, a long and uh, illustrious career so good luck to Aaron Rassi there are players I mean they've probably played a bit at a higher level but in the past that uh, have retired because they've been injured and then uh, sort of 26, 27 and then ended up as decent managers in the future yeah. Brian Clough being one I think that's true um, that's true so maybe Alex Ferguson maybe even I think did, yeah. he, for, what, did he retire but there's you know even, even coaches at teams are, are players that have been forced to retire early and then uh, taken that route mm. so maybe he wants to take that route or maybe he's going to become an Uber driver who, <laughs> who knows? knows who knows what he's going to do he could be bringing your <laughs> Uber Eats one of these days but uh, maybe not um that's a monstrously difficult game, isn't it? That word yeah, game it's on paper. Yeah. You look at it and, and all the... Don't uh, feel the right time to be playing it, really, does it? No. If you know what I mean. All the metrics are... Um, are you have been at be. a council meeting, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> all the metrics show that it's going to be a really, really uphill struggle. Yeah. It's the kind of game Torquay win, though. Yeah, yeah. Torquay will struggle against Dover, who are 24th <coughs> and hopeless. Yeah, uh, but can they turn on something at Worthing? Can Tiger Tom take us through? Well, I, I wonder if he's going to start. I wonder why he hasn't started. I think Ace is struggling to keep up with things at the moment. Yeah, I think you've got players. Uh, well, we don't know, but I think we've got players who are, let's say, eighty, eighty-five yeah, percent. Definitely. In um, and Ace, all... uh, Dan Martin, Tom Lapsley, players who aren't quite yeah back yet. Yeah, but we're having to play them. Because we've got no choice. Yeah. You know, you, in an ideal world, you'd have kept Acer out for another three or four weeks. Maybe Tom as well. Maybe I Dan think, as I well. I think you would. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Maybe Brad. Yeah. You know, maybe all of these players have come back right on. I wouldn't say Torquay would never bring players <clears throat> back too early because that would just be 
reckless. But I think they may have been brought back right on the limit on, yeah, of when yeah, they're ready. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be interesting, especially up there with the, you know, they play decent football, don't they? Yeah. We need, we need to we need to mark them high up the pitch and and, and, and hassle them and yeah. Bees around her. What was it? It's the wasps at the picnic. That wasps at the picnic. Yeah. yeah. Hassle yeah. them high up the pitch and um, make them feel small. Tomlinson and Moxie are going to be busy yeah. at centre back as well, yeah. aren't they? So it'll be interesting to see what happens at left back. Archie Harris was back in the team. Yeah. For the Chippenham game, he missed the Dover game. Dan Martin came in instead. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Archie's it blows a little bit hot and cold at the moment. He when he's good, he's very very good. <clears throat> uh, but he has got a mistake in him at the moment. Yeah. Whether that's anything to do with his confidence, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But it's probably not helped by people shouting at him. <laughs> um, I just, there was something else that I came up with from my delve into the managers, by the way. Okay. Uh, the, the best percentage points average of any manager is the 51.92% success rate of Crad Evans. Is it really? Between exactly 100 years ago. Yeah. 1921, 1924. Yeah. Percival Craddock Evans, he was the first talkie Before player... Before we were in the league. Yeah. Yeah. The first talkie player to gain international honours. Was he? He's he Welsh, was, wasn't he? He, was, yeah. he played for Wales in 1909. Yeah. Um, he died in a Paynton nursing home in 1949, and he lived in Norman Road in Paynton, just off Did the he? seafront. Did he? So if you live anywhere around Norman Road, Stitfield Road, Lower Polsham, you're in illustrious... So he played for Wales in... 1909. I think he only played one game for okay. Wales. And that run was, as talking manager, was 2001 to 2000... 1921 to 1923. So you presume he would have gone to the, the war as well. Mm. What yeah. The yeah, life yeah. these people have. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just reading in memorandum. There you go. Yeah. That could be, uh, could be an interesting bit of research. In memoriam, do. sorry. I'm just reading that. So, yeah. So I've, I'm at a bit of a loss here, Richie, because I haven't heard the press conference. Well, you don't know what's happened, do you? Don't know I know happened. everything, Guy. So I'm going to press on with um, <coughs> any other business. Yeah, let's do any other. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it reasonably short for the t for the wrong way round show. Danny Gaze has retired. Yes, I saw that. 42. Yeah, good, good going. A lot of games for Buckland, Brixham. Um, his last game would have been the game up at North Greenford. Yeah. So he's uh, decided that's quite, that's quite something, isn't it? As yeah. a long career, we've watched Danny play. Loads, loads of times lots of times yeah and the teams that he's played for will miss him he's big presence yeah. um you know a bit of a <laughs> i was going to call him a steadying influence but um you know he's he's, he's all in yeah he, isn't he? yeah so, he works at the college doesn't he yeah <coughs> uh julian has been looking at some stats i thought you'd say julian was retired <laughs> no no, Jul oh, no, no absolutely <laughs> we'd not. be in the, he has, he's been having a look at how we got on in previous seasons where we've made the playoffs. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. So in both 87-88 under Cyril and 93-94 under Don O'Riordan, both times after 30 games we had exactly 50 points. Okay. At the moment, we've played 27 games, we have 45 points. Interesting. So we're kind of... The same size table. Not sure, but same size table. I think it was fewer yeah. teams in the playoffs then. Yeah, it would have been the top teams. five. Yeah, it would have been uh, four. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the, yeah, the second, the, the third, four, fourth, the four, yeah. only four in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's. I mean, we'd be higher in the position. 
But this is a season where we have to finish second or third, isn't it? Well, you need that. to finish second or third, really, yeah. 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 So I mean, don't. we don't have to. I, but, it, I mean, yes, to avoid that first playoff yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're still in the playoffs. We're still in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're kind of still on target. You want to finish second because you want to go into the playoffs at the second stage with a home game. That's mm. how it, yeah. It's a second. I mean, we're all saying, and again, I think Dave said it after the match on, on BBC Radio Devon on Saturday, Yeovil have gone over the horizon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Yeovil, there's no catching them. Yeovil are to all intents and purposes yeah. home and homes. Yeah. So, second place. Funny, you know, the fans don't like that chairman either. Do they not? They're not. The, some fans really don't like him. And they're top of the league. And they're top of the league. There's no pleasing some people. Really. You sound like there's Chaz no, and Dave. There's no, <laughs> there's no pleasing us, to be honest. But, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, Joe Lewis has made his move to AFC Wimbledon permanent. Permanent, and Connor's gone back. Connor's gone yeah. back to Stockport. Kieran Evans has gone on loan from Cardiff to Gateshead. Has he? Is he still there? He's still there. He's uh, he, he played three. I he take scored, him back. He scored three goals in thirty-nine games for us. Yeah, I take him back. I liked him. He's a decent player. Yeah, he was a, a provider rather than I a goal scorer. I think at this level he'd be superb. But he's at Gateshead now. Uh, Mo Toure scored again for the Warrington Rylands. Woohoo! Your favourite team. My favourite team. Just team. constant. <laughs> loads of Ryland Clarks running around a football field. Uh, Mo Toure taking on the keeps world. Keeps on scoring from. And to finish off with, well played Olaf Cazella. Yeah. A hat trick. Yeah. For Dorchester in a 3 2 win over Merthyr. Sounds quite a fiery game. It was also, I think it's about a 12 minute hat trick when you look at the, the times. Yeah. Uh, 518 people there to see it yeah at Dorchester but Olaf doing fine yep that's one level below us now Southern Premier or are they Southern First Dorchester you put me on the spot I mean, uh, I, I think they're Southern Premier yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think if Tiverton have played them this season or I think Tiverton were due to play them over Christmas and it was cancelled, so that would make sense. Yeah, so so selling press. So one level below, there was that feeling that Olaf didn't quite have what it took to play in the National League. Mm. I'm shrugging shrugging my shoulders here. I mean, he's. he's, You were an Olaf fan, weren't you? Yeah, very much so. But then I like to see a local lad in the team. There are local lads in the team. You know, we're not without local lads in this team now. Um, but yeah I'd, I'd always thought there was something there in Olaf but Gary and Aaron obviously saw him every day they tried they, they, they gave him a lot of chance yeah, a long time he started the first game of last season against Oldham didn't he did he, he came on yeah. a sub no he yeah. didn't start he came on a sub yeah. uh, and that was the last time he played for Torquay right so uh, there you go he's banging him in for Dorchester <clears throat> good boy so a strange podcast we'll bring it to a close because I have no idea what Gary's what's going on say. in the world Absolutely. You know so, what's going on in, uh, is, is it Teambridge Council? Southampton South Council Executive South this morning. Um, we're being watched by cats. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, the last time I looked, the cat was in the room and now it's outside the, the, outside. the patio doors. And, and his lookalike is out there as well. There are two cats out there. Two cats. So, and some pigeons. <laughs> what a pleasant... Animal uh, crossing here. A bucolic yeah. scene, indeed. Uh, thanks for your company. I feel bubonic, not... <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the press conference bit of it. And yeah. I'll have to listen to yeah. that later. It's weird. I'm going to go to the press conference now. <laughs> if you're going to Worthing, um, enjoy the game. Dress up warm. Travel safely. Go yeah. to the travel club because they'll be running a trip up there. Uh, and we'll finish as we always do. 
Come on, you yellows. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows. Full of pride, buckle up for the rally.